Welcome to Thor's Hammer, a roundtable discussion on the Minnesota Vikings by Viking fans from around the country. Each week we gather and discuss and hammer out everything about the Minnesota Vikings. What we saw the previous week, what we see in store for the upcoming matchup, and a few surprises along the way. Join us each week as we launch on a new adventure. It's here. It's Thor's Hammer. Welcome to Thor's Hammer. We are on the road again. Today we are at the Pineapple Hill Saloon in Sherman Oaks, California. Pretty nice setting here, and it's a Viking bar. So let's say hello to the crew. John Lotto, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good, Bob. How you doing, man? Like the atmosphere here? It's different to me. You know, I've never been out on the West Coast, but so it's the first time for me. You know, the pineapple, as long as you don't turn them upside down, we're good. Yeah, not on the pizza either. Um, no. <laughs> you can Google that after the show's over. All right. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Let's say hello to Mr. Jeff Nichols. Hey there, Bob. They say the West Coast is the best coast, but I don't think we'll know the answer to that until tomorrow, but great to be here. Ah, uh, the East is the beast. That's where I'm from. That's where I like. And our third member, fourth member of the show, I wasn't counting myself, Mr. Papa Scott. How are you? Hey, I'm great. I, you know what? I like California, but I love Minnesota. Oh yeah, yeah. Isn't isn't that a song there? By uh, who was it? Soundgarden? No, Feeling Minnesota. Yeah, Feeling yeah. Minnesota. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stuff like that. Uh, Pop, I'm gonna give you props, man. These uh, places you pick for us to go are pretty uh, pretty nice. Good job, man. Well, you know, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, well, keep up the good work. <laughs> That's right. I don't That's know right. if my credit card bill agrees, but... <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell your wife that we got her either. card, too, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into uh, the Bills game. It was disgusting, it was a debacle, an embarrassment. I'm sure many Viking fans threw bricks at the TV, shut off or whatever. But uh, a game that we were favored by 17 points and lose by 21. Uh, that hasn't happened, so it was at 95, I think I heard. Jeff, what do, you, what do you think? Fill me in. You know, the Vikings absolutely got trampled by the Bills, and I, I think it was it, it's a hard game to digest. And, I mean, when you go back and you look at how the Vikings handled themselves and came into the game, they really played about 10 minutes of awful football. And it's what put them behind the eight ball the rest of the game, and they really couldn't get anything going the rest of the day. Um, and, I mean... I don't know if it's that they necessarily underestimated the Bills. I mean, all the power to them for coming out and putting on a show in Minneapolis on the road. I think they had something to prove. But, um, I mean, it's one of those games where you need to put it behind you and take a step forward. I mean, you can't dwell on it, especially considering they're coming on to a short week and heading out here to the West Coast. Um, but, I mean, you have to learn from it. I mean, Kyle Rudolph said it the best earlier this week that, it's something they've learned from. It's happened once a season, and I mean, it's not ideal, but better now than late in the season when a playoff spot's on the line or even more. I have to agree there. I mean, obviously, I give props to the Bills for doing their job very well. Uh, Josh Allen, in his first career start, did quite well. No Hall of Fame numbers yet for him, but obviously for the Bills, uh, Vontae Davis was the problem. The good thing he retired the week before. Yeah, I know. Maybe... 
the curse of Ante Davis had been lifted, I, I guess. Um, I'm back. I mean, I was waiting for the Vikings to have a sacrificial lamb at halftime to see if that would make a difference. Just kidding. But, um, but no, uh, props to the Bills. They played a solid game, and they didn't do anything in the second half or even after that first quarter to uh, really let the Vikings back in, and that made all the difference for them. Can you imagine me a fly in the wall in the locker room at halftime? I'm sure Zimmer probably was close to a stroke. You, you know, it is what it is. I, I think people like to speculate that, you know, he absolutely ripped into the team. But, I mean, being down 27 to nothing, I mean, the damage had been done. Like, what good are you going to do by ripping into them? Um, it, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, there's different ways you can handle the team. And I think there's a political feel. You have to kind of balance kind of where people's minds are at, too. Do you think it's going to help if you rip into them? Um, or is that not the time or place to do it? So, absolutely would love to be a fly in the wall, though. Not, not taken away from that. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt he gave out hugs. <laughs> I, I would also agree. I doubt he gave out hugs. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it is it is what it is. Like I said, it was about 10 minutes of bad football, and everything absolutely tumbled downhill from there. So After, uh, after a while, let's think that 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 mantra, that anger, that yelling probably doesn't really have an effect. That's what I was thinking. And I mean, at the, at the time of the game, I figured they'd be kind of ripped into a halftime. But in hindsight, it probably wouldn't have been the right approach. I mean, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, you're down 27 to nothing. You can't change that necessarily. Um, you can try to mount the comeback, but you got to take it one play at a time. Um, but we can get into that a bit later. Well, let's go to Georgia Vike. Georgia, how many cases of Miller Lake did you kill? Uh, too to many. Scam. Way too many. No, actually, I was, I was laughing like a madman for about uh, two hours <laughs> on Saturday, I, or Sunday, excuse me. You know, my wife actually asked me if I was watching Comedy Central. She's like, what, what's going on? I'm like, I'm watching the Vikings game. She's like, you got to be kidding me. It was, it was so bad that I could do nothing but laugh. It's just, we shot ourselves in the foot any possible way, any possible way that we possibly could, we did it. You know, the turnovers, you know, in our end of the field, it's I don't our, no defense. I don't care who you are, the steel curtain or whatever, cannot spend that much time on the field without getting their butts whooped. It was just a calamity of errors. No, I mean I absolutely agree with that. I mean I don't even think the defense wasn't necess- was the problem to be completely honest. And I think you hit on a good point there. I mean if you look at the Bills' drive charts in the first half, I mean. The penalty kept that first drive alive. Multiple penalties, that's just to say. The roughing the passer call, the horse collar tackle, um, really gave the Bills life and got them up 7 nothing. Um, but then the strip fumble, which led to a field goal, then another strip fumble, which ended up leading to a touchdown and a blown coverage and a miscommunication between Kendricks and Mike Hughes. I mean, and then all of a sudden you're down 17 to nothing. Um, after that, I mean, the only real play the Vikings gave up was the fluke, should have been sack, dump off to Ivory that went for 55 yards. Yeah, it's it, it, it just no matter what, whatever could have gone wrong, did go wrong. And I'll take it this way. It's like, you know what, with all of that happening, even the Buffalo, I don't care what the, what the odds were this game. We should have beat that ass last week, but we didn't. They came up and whooped us up pretty good. It was, I think we lost that game more than Buffalo won it, even though Buffalo did put the beat down on us. It's hard to say that, you know, and people take you, you know, uh, with a grain of salt, but it, it, we beat ourselves more than Buffalo beat us. I both agree and disagree. I mean, I think Buffalo did a really good job defensively um, getting after Kirk Cousins. And I mean, I'm making it tough on him. 
Um, but, I mean, Cousins wasn't seeing the field well either. He overthrew a ball to Diggs that probably would have been gone for a touchdown um, early in the game. And I really had an issue with the play calling. Um, and, I mean, I've had an issue with Filippo, I guess, over the first three weeks of how he's used his running backs thus far. And, I mean, if you look at this game in a nutshell, I mean, regardless if you're down by 27 or you're down by 30, I mean, you have to have some essence of a run game to keep the defense even somewhat honest. Um, and, I, I mean, I know Delvin Cook was out, but they have Latavius Murray at their disposal, and Mike Boone has been um, incredibly impressive, I guess, throughout the preseason. He had a really good run, I guess, one of the six carries this game, or six runs this game. One of them was extremely impressive. Um, I mean, you need to utilize them. I mean, who knows? You could break off a big run, but, I mean, the first down efficiency of this team has just been goddamn awful. I mean, second and long, every single drive, every single possession. And, I mean, that just has to stop if the offense is going to have any sort of efficiency moving forward. So we were not very balanced there. Was when's, that the last time, when's the last time a team ran a ball six times, Bob? Oh, I, there was a stat up there. I think it was the third lowest or maybe even the lowest since the merger in a single game for a team. What did you think that, like, seriously, every time I looked at the game, it looked like uh, Buffalo had seven guys in the secondary every play. It seemed that way. There's only four guys in the line. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be the like, prime opportunity to actually run the ball? You know, you would think, and I mean, if you're an offensive coordinator, and I mean, I'm not an offensive coordinator by any means, and I don't want to make it sound like I would call oh, yes, better you plays are or whatnot, um, because every fan calls better plays than the offensive coordinator. Don't don't even doubt that. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, do. The number the number <laughs> one do, thing you can do to negate a pass rush, and the Bills are trying to come after Cousins, is quick hitters and screen passes. I mean, that's the number one thing you can do against the defense just to get them to kind of hold up a little bit, um, I mean, from a pass rush perspective. And when the Bills were coming after them, I think the Vikings simply had an awful game plan. I mean, their secondary is not so great, um, speaking of the Bills here. Uh, and the Vikings really wanted to just you know, stomp on them. They wanted to go deep. They wanted to rack up the yards right away early in the game. And that backfired on them tremendously. Do you think we overlooked the Bills? No. I do. I do. No, I think the game plan on both sides of the ball were so aggressive. Um, they, I wouldn't call it underestimated. They didn't respect the Bills is the better way maybe to put it. All right. Let's address the elephant in the room. We had some bad plays, but uh, on Monday we found out a lot of things happened with Everson Griffin. Do you think that affected the team and – What's going on with him going forward? Uh, you know, it's hard to say if it affected the team or not. I mean, I think it would be foolish to say it didn't have some impact because the players are always thinking. I mean, think of your birthday. I mean, if something's going on in your personal life, whether it be with a family member or a friend, they're going to be on your mind in some capacity. Um, but I don't think it's totally to blame either. Um, I mean, they're still professional athletes. They still have to show up to their job or to work and do their jobs. I mean whether it's a good day, a bad day, rainy, sunny, etc. Um, but, I mean, it is the elephant in the room, and I think it's not worth trying to go into detail of what or what didn't happen and kind of jumping through all those hoops and trying to say all the what-ifs. No one's going to know truly what happened behind the scenes with the incident with Everson Griffin. Um, but I think we all need to just take a step back and hope he gets the help he needs. 
um, and hope he can successfully come back. And if not, I mean, hopefully he can have a very successful life moving forward because, I mean, there's so much more time he's going to have after football that he needs to be able to address this issue and know that he's going to be okay for his family moving forward as well. I agree. Good call, Jeff. Uh, Everson, I know you're listening. Best of luck to you, man. Hope to see you soon. Get help. Yeah, mental health is nothing to mess around with. And, uh, I'm not sure if it's kind of football-related injuries or there's something else, some chemical imbalance going on, but I don't want to speculate on something like that. I'm just uh, hoping it gets better soon. Absolutely. I think it's a good reminder, too, that these guys are human, too. And, uh, you know, we can get all critical about them missing field goals and making bad plays. And, but uh, there's life that's beyond football, and, and unfortunately it does have an effect on, on the field sometimes, too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, these are guys doing the job. It, it's their job. I mean, it's no different than any of us going to work. Um, and I mean, they need to take care of themselves just like anyone else would. Agreed. Well, good luck, Everson. Uh, let's move on to the upcoming game on a Thursday night special with the Rams. And that's why we are here at the Pineapple Hill Saloon. Uh, this place is awesome. Seriously. Uh, it is awesome. I like it. It's different. I've never been on the West Coast, so it's kind of cool for me. I got a lot of purple around here, man. I'm digging it. Yeah. Well, why do you think they got a fireplace in here, though? Uh, uh, it's California. Um, am- ambience. <laughs> ambience. <laughs> because <laughs> ambience. Yeah, so. <laughs> that, no so no ambulances here tonight, Bob. <laughs> so when Viking fans go there, at least the cold. Hey, look, a fireplace. That's right. Fair enough. <laughs> Reminds me of home. <laughs> All right, Just now. I remembered it. <laughs> so, correct me if I'm wrong on the stats. Something like any team that's traveled time two time zones or one time zone, I'm not so sure. Two, two time zone is like the Roman 10 on Thursday night. Something like any time zones is like 62 games they've never won. Uh, right? Oh, I think they're zero and fourteen. Um, but don't don't quote me on this. But I don't think this game would have been possible a year ago um, because the NFL implemented some schedule changes to prevent teams having to travel two time zones or more on a short week. Um, but with the new Fox Thursday Night Broadcast Agreement, they made some changes in the language that allowed this game to happen, whether you like it or not. I think it's stupid. To hate Fox and Joe Buck. <laughs> I just hate I hate night games. I have Thursday night, I hate Sunday night, I hate Monday night. I mean, I don't mind the Thursday night games. I just don't like when the Vikings play them. You know, yeah. this is a perfect prime time game. I mean, if you're going to think about it from a media perspective, but it probably would have been better served for a Sunday or a Monday night than the teams going on a short week. Oh, absolutely. Agreed. I know Zimmer's not happy, and I, I don't blame him. But you can't travel three days after a game play a, a big game like this. Fox this is, is happy. silly. Ah, well, it might just be the best <laughs> thing for them, too, to get that last game out of their system. I agree with that, Scott. I think there's a lot behind that, too, is getting that game. We're only waiting seven days to try to get that out of your system. Heading out west, get this thing over in three days. Let's, let's see what happens. Four days. We will see tomorrow. Trust me. Hey, let's break it down. How do we win? Well, I mean, I think the Vikings game script from last year actually is very similar to how they went today. You got to limit Gurley. I mean, he's going to get yardage. I mean, he's a talented player. You just need to contain him. 
Um, and then you ultimately just need to take away the explosive plays and keep people in front of you. Um, so we'll see if the Vikings can do that again. I mean, I think Jared Goff has taken a tremendous step in the right direction. I've watched him the last two weeks, and he's an entirely different quarterback than he was a year ago. I mean, he looks absolutely phenomenal. Um, but, I mean, that's how you win. I guess that's how you beat the Rams. I mean, and just don't turn the ball over on offense. I mean, if you're going to go minus three in the turnover department again, you can chalk that up as a quick loss. Well, the Bills' offensive uh, defensive line isn't really spectacular. The Rams the, is. The Bills, def- the Bills' defensive line is actually extremely talented. Um, it's probably a top ten line in the NFL. Um, but I agree, the Rams is the Rams' interior pass rush is better. Um, but I mean, you got to get Cousins on the move and have a successful run game. I mean, they can't keep pounding Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray up the middle. They need to get some more outside zone runs. Um, implement some screen passes, get some quick hitters to really get the pass rush to take a step back instead of being able to pin their ears back like last week. The, the key is this week, honestly, is it's going to be the, the Rams secondary to leave and Peters being out. We need to get the ball to Diggs and Thielen and Rudolph as much as possible as downfield as possible with having a third, fourth, and fifth basically um, string you know, defensive backfield going on there for the Rams. I think that's yeah. going to be the big key. It won't mean squat, John, if they can't get the ball to him. Get, get, get the ball off. Go. A lot of no looks, man. Throw them. Just throw them. Get it out yeah. there. Get it deep. I, I agree they need to exploit the secondary, but I think they also need to control the ball because although the Rams' defense is much improved, regardless if Tlaib and Peters play, although Tlaib's absolutely out, Peters might or might not play. It's doubtful, I'm sure, even though they listed him as questionable. Um you know, the Rams' bread and butters are offense, and you almost want to keep the ball out of their hands as much as possible as well. So as much as you want to go after the Rams on defense, I think there has to be some steady balance um, and be able to drain the clock and win that time of possession battle um, because otherwise you're going to turn this thing into a shootout. And to be honest, I don't think the Vikings will win if it becomes a shootout. I don't know. I think we can keep running the Sue and uh, Donald, Donald with any with, with – any any success well that's where the outside zone concept comes in i mean you run away from them because then you get them moving side to side which really limits what you're able to do from an interior pressure standpoint i know i would run away from them (laughs) they catch you bob i don't do it i'm slow now (laughs) i'm not that fast anymore yeah if indomica sees you in an alley and he wants to give you a beating you're you're gonna get a beating So, so what do you think the so effect of, of beat up by a boy named Sue? But what, that's right. What do you say, this Scott? What, what do you think the effect of Elfline being back is going to have? It's got to help, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think their second level blocking will be a lot better. I mean, the big thing Elfline blocked to the table last year was his ability to get out in an un- unattached at first level and, and block that um, linebacker um, or even defensive back at the second level. All right, so last week we all picked the Vikings to win, including John Lano, which is the curse. <laughs> that didn't happen again. Yeah, so, uh, I don't think that was a rare prediction. <laughs> uh, anytime John picks us to win, we lose, so it's not his fault. I don't think there's a gentlemen. soul that was going to pick the Vikings to not win last week. <laughs> Maybe a couple of the Bills players' moms predicted it. <laughs> But other than I think that, you're right. I, I know I didn't. <laughs> no, no one did. Helen Keller picked the Vikings last week. Yeah. <laughs> and she's been dead for years. Exactly. <laughs> the, 
there was, there was a placard on her grave. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so who wants to go first? I think it's your week to go first, Bob, at least in the prediction <laughs> thread. <laughs> I have to go first? Oh, I've never gone first before. <laughs> Bob, show, show us how it's done. Yeah, if you go first here, we won't make you do the upset special first. How about that? All right, thanks, guys. Uh, as much of a Viking fan I am, I think we lose this game. 21 13. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. All right, Jeff, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you know, I'm never going to be allowed back on the show again. Um, I'm going to take the Rams, but to be completely honest, I mean, going all the way to the West Coast, the defense has had some communication errors. I'm going to go Rams big this week. I'm going to go up the Rams getting 38 and the Vikings scoring 17. Oh, 38? Scott, don't, don't make me do it, man. Go for don't it, make you do what? What are you thinking? What are you thinking this week? Well, I was pretty pissed all week, to tell you that. Yeah, I, I sent the text messages as, as the game was going on last week. <laughs> that, too. But, you know, I, I I got a lot of work done on Sunday, I'll tell you that. I, I kind of quit watching the game. Kind of kept a little ear on it, but I, I, I did I quit watching. I couldn't watch it anymore. So... You know what? I'm, I'm really thinking a trip out to California is a good way to cure the blues. It's a good way to get some of that just crap out of your system. Nothing to say about California in that. No, no pun intended. Um, so, you know, being, being a homer, being a Viking fan that I am, I'm going to say that the Vikings brush all that off. They got Elfline back. He's starting. It's a big test for the Vikings. This is, you know, this is, you know, the Super Bowl uh, contenders meeting here. I'm going to say a reason why uh, we get a new kicker. We're going to win 24-19. My God, what, whatever you're drinking, dude, I want some of that. Oh man, that's a much better prediction than 38 to 17. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Well, you know. I mean, Mr. Positive, after watching last week's game, I don't think that, seriously, the Vikings could beat, um, I was going to say Cleveland, but Cleveland actually has about the same record as us. Cleveland's better than the Bills. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, I, I think uh, I think the Rams roll this week. I think uh, it's me. 72 to 3? Roll no. what? I think it's me. Uh, it's Jeff is pretty close. I'm going to be 49 to 13. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna go. They're gonna uh, one under fifty. Yeah, one under fifty. Forty-nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're going forty-nine, thirteen. So, John, how are you feeling about the defense these days? I'm not feeling much about anything with that <laughs> squad after watching this game. <laughs> wow. Oh, hey, trust boy. me. I, I hope they prove me wrong. But usually, I pick against them. They prove me wrong. So, I'm hoping that continues this week. But uh, until they show me otherwise, we're going down. Alrighty, there you have it. Nostradamus. It's always the worst part of the show. Yeah. I, 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 maybe once a year I pick them to lose. I think this is the game I pick them to lose. So I see you're proven otherwise. The only good thing I can say is last year we started off two and two, and then we rolled. So hopefully this game, you pull it off, start some momentum going. We need some. I mean, this team's predicted to go to the Super Bowl. Well, contenders for the Super Bowl, but I haven't seen it yet. The Which defense, team? us, actually both teams, actually, yeah, but, but but us, Vikings, 
I have not seen this number one defense. They, they know, were they ranked 30th right now? <laughs> they, they might as well be. We couldn't hang with Jacksonville right now. Nope. Even though they lost to Tennessee last week, we could not hang with Jacksonville today. Oh, guys, you guys sound like a bunch of worry words. Scott, I don't want to hear you who, right now. Okay? Who, who, who have the Rams <laughs> played? The Chargers, the Chargers last week. It doesn't matter. I'm not talking about us right now. I'm talking we're, about the Rams. We're, we're, but the Vikings are, a, like, look who they played. Okay, Green Bay, a freight comeback from being 0-3, basically. Stupid tie with the Vikings. Um, they got their doors knocked off from last week by Washington and um, the Vikings. So... <clears throat> I think I'm going to a dead spot in the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I guess we'll leave it at that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we all we all want the Vikings to win, but this is the prediction part of the show. So Vikings. we're trying to get the predictions right here. Vikings win six-pack of Natty Ice for all you on me. It should cost me about $4. Perfect. All right. Big money on the line. You're taking it out of your paycheck. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bob. Let's do some outside specials here. Bob? Um, we're going to have you go first again this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, already uh, pro- I already promised him that Papa Scott was going first this week. Yeah, because I wasn't the prepared. only one that got it right last week. Exactly. Uh, picking the line. The hot hand. Yes. That's right. Oh, so you're serious. You want me to go? Yes. Yeah. Go well, on. yeah, you volunteered. All right. I'm picking Denver over Kansas City. Case Keenum comes up big. Oh, man. The Patrick guys. Mahomes show comes to an end. You betcha. Aw, it was so fun while it lasted. (laughs) All right, Jeff, you go. I'm going to go with the Giants at home against the Saints. I can see that. Yeah, John, I'll go last. All right. Well, I'm going to roll, actually, with Miami Dolphins at New England this week. I love you. We didn't have last three in a row in the Belichick's era, I don't believe. And then your home game, Minion was terrible. So I'm all the Dolphins. Dolphins are 3 0. Hey, let's keep a good thing going on. I like to see it happen. Me too. Me too, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's mine. I'm picking the Titans, upsetting the Eagles. Wow. Even with no quarterback. The Tennessee Titans. No one want to touch San Francisco versus Chargers? Uh, no. no. Okay, sure. <laughs> Bathard, you know, pretty solid. Pretty solid. I can't wait till I'm gonna I'm gonna win both. The Vikings are gonna win. My upset's gonna come through. Scott, I will buy you a twelve pack of nanny ice. Yeah, he gets a double. Yes, double. <laughs> I've been buying. Yeah, I've been buying. <laughs> he gets a double. I've buy you a forty of mag. All right. Mm, sounds good. <laughs> right, you guys want to get the check and go check out Hollywood and Rodeo Drive. I heard it's a sweet place to be in. So, yeah, let's go check her out. We'll head down Ventura Boulevard. <laughs> the, the BLBB. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Is that a sweet kind of new disease? All right, these guys don't want to listen to everything we're going to be doing. Yeah, that's right. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Skull Vikings. See you next week. Cheers.